0: Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking a with you, and make sure to follow our podcast.
1: Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out big news with us today. So happy to have them back, because guys, if you love the world of Web three, NFTs, live video commerce, and fact. Back- if you love disruptive technology, you're going to love this interview and you're going to love the company that we're talking about, Ooh Entertainment Commerce, trades in Canada under the stock symbol, o oh, o oh, oh, oh. that's Ooh four O's, with us, you can see him on the screen, Sam Jones, he's a co-founder and CEO. For those who are new to the story, and you may be new because we have just started with the company, but the headlines coming out of the company have been tremendous, here's what you need to understand. First, you have to understand the world of video commerce. What is this? Well, the best way to summarize is in October of 2021, uh, a character by the name of an online persona by the name of Lipstick Brother out of China sold $1.7 billion of beauty products. Not for the year, not for the quarter, not for the month, even for the day, in 12 hours, all right? So if I've got your attention now, now you know that live video commerce is real. It's an online shopping experience that feels like the amalgamation of the Home Shopping Network, game shows, talk shows, and auctions. It's taken China by storm, where this year, it's going to be a $425 billion market. Enter U Entertainment Commerce. What do they do? They provide the infrastructure, the technology, the people, and the power to live stream uh, through the U app, which is already off to a great start in the UK. Uh, they're already, and on the business side, they're already a leader because they're serving leading retail- retailers, including QVC and JD sports. Here's what's exciting. They're taking that same technology and they're going to use it on fans.com. And we're going to talk about that. That's with a Z to enable sports teams and athletes to connect to fans, to sell memorabilia, merchandise and NFTs, especially they're off to a screaming start already. We're going to talk about their billionaire partner, Uh Diego Maradona's estate, all sorts of stuff. Sam, welcome back, my friend.
0: Good to see you. Happy birthday.
1: Hey, (laughs) thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Now the whole world knows it's my birthday today. Uh hey, but happy launch of fans.com because you launched this on January in January, you know, put a strong announcement that you and Teddy Saggy were kind of partnering up. He's a successful billionaire entrepreneur uh, out of Europe. Uh, but since then you have come out with four or five major press releases. So before we dive into those, talk to us about fans.com and how, and why it's such a powerful platform.
0: Well, thank you. First of all, I mean, it's worth saying that I'm a huge football or soccer fan, you know, ever since I was five, six years old, I've been a huge fan of Liverpool football club. And, uh, when I was about 12, I decided one day I'm going to buy the club and, uh, I've been uh, thinking about that for a long time ah. uh, since. Um, it's probably a bit expensive for me at the moment, but um, three, four well, billion dollars. Well, Chelsea's up for sale. Ch- yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that will be coming quite a bit cheaper than that. But um, yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm a football fan and, uh, over the years, and I've been thinking about this opportunity, fans, for probably 20 years in, in different forms, you know. And I think we're at a moment in time right now through mobile commerce, That there's a collision happening. And with with everything that's happening in web three, when you truly understand it, you you cannot ignore it if if, if you're in a business like I'm in. So so fans.com is only football um, or or soccer. And the reason we're choosing only one sport is we want to go very, very deep. And there's many layers to this this whole world of web three plus live commerce. So uh, secondly, soccer is globally the biggest tribe there is other than humans like 3.5 billion people watch soccer so that's enough for us so so we chose dot com because you know the browser is a powerful tool i I don't necessarily want apps in every country and really we're trying to do three things at a kind of macro level number one be a gateway to nfts so whether it be athletes legends teams create a cradle-to-grave platform that helps them conceptualize, uh, create, launch, market, manage the community of NFTs. And most clubs don't know how to truly embrace this new technology. Um, and and we've, we've put together a whole, a whole kind of team, um, a physical location, a studio where, where people can do this in a kind of best-in-class way. And really, the power of fans is going to be Compiling all of these stakeholders together, so the fans' audience builds. Um, So we'll launch our first NFT non-fungible token in eleven days, and it was very, very hard who to choose first because the problem is if you choose Chelsea first, you know Arsenal don't want to copy Chelsea. If you choose Man United first, Liverpool might not want to copy Chelsea. So I needed a neutral who who I could go with, who was kind of iconic, maybe someone who had a story to tell. Um, and, and would get me the respect of, of the football industry. And um, I went with someone um, I have access to called John Motson. He, he's the very w- widely known as the voice of football. He was the voice of FIFA for many years, but more importantly, he was the voice of BBC yeah. for 50 years. And he's, he's, he's the theme of our first NFT.
1: And by the way, for everybody at home, uh, Motson, if you want to relate, I'm calling him, he's the John Madden of European football, yeah, soccer. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's a, that's how influential he is. And Teddy, that's a brilliant strategy that you get a neutral first, someone that everybody loves uh, and everybody from the ages of, you know, 18 to 80 know who he is. So let's talk about, let's kind of walk people through because there's still a lot of people who are watching at home saying, I hear about NFTs. and uh, I see there are these images. I'm not sure how they work. This is a great uh, uh, this is a great opportunity. Explain to people what you're going to do with these ten thousand Motson and NFTs. Kind of walk people through. I know it's a little, okay. raven, but so everyone can understand what's happening.
0: My daughter said to me, "What is an NFT?" And an NFT really is a receipt. It's a receipt of something that is unique. So um, the way that NFTs create this rare, rareable uh, feature. Or um, is by you might have a picture of um, you right now, but I might change. I might have you in two hundred different styles t-shirt. It's still you, but they're all unique. So, so with John Motson, I didn't want to do a photograph. I find that offensive to his his legacy. So, I, I wanted to create with John a three D animated character of him. Um, think along the lines of Pixar. I wanted like a three D animated John. And I wanted his real audio recalling the fifty best games of his life. So, so I and it was a real challenge to do this. But I said to yeah, John, "There must be intellectual
1: the, property rights around that too, right?" Because no, so we recorded these BBC one month or? ago.
0: No, no, I I went to his house and I said to him, "Record them now." Of course, you've got IP ah, rights. So, so we recalled the best fifty games of his life, looking back on his life. And we then used a 3D character of him. And then, we, and then we said, right, that gives us 50 games. But then I'm going to create a digital version of John in lots of different clothing, accessories. So we make 200 versions of every game. So for me, my favorite game in history is the 86 Cup final. Liverpool won the final. Uh, we won the double that year with my hero, Kenny Daglish. So that game, I will want that game, but two, there's only 200 available. And in each of them, John's wearing something different. I want the one where he's wearing his iconic sheepskin. And that's super rare in our world. So we create 10,000 tokens and they all get sold on fans.com on the 15th of March, which means you have to go to fans.com and register on our discord. Discord is basically like a WhatsApp group. It's an online community where I can update you on what's coming in the the drop, which is essentially when they get released. But you can register to get whitelisted, which basically means you're a soccer fan. You prove to us you're a fan through some photos or or memorabilia. But I'm happy for anyone on AgoraCom, we'll we'll whitelist them. If you you find a way to tell me who they are and what their wallet address is, we'll get them whitelisted, which means... On the 15th of March, they're guaranteed to get one of these collectible little 3D kind of baseball cards, I guess.
1: Yeah. So guys, go to fans.com, click over to the company's Discord. Most of you probably don't have a Discord account, so you're going to have to create an account quickly. Then when you're in there, just say, hey, I'm from AgoraCom, uh, and please whitelist me. And by the way, what does whitelist, I know what it means, Sam, but just so everyone knows, what does whitelist mean at the end of the day?
0: So, so what, what tends to happen is on the day that these mint, which basically there's all this weird terminology you've got to get used to, but the day they're released is the day that they mint. That's the day when they go from being a digital asset, like a 3d graphic to a collectible asset, they get, they get stamped on the blockchain, they get minted. Um, that happens for us on the 15th. Now, if you're on the whitelist, this is like saying, I'm letting you in the nightclub before it opens. It's like a pre-party almost. Um, now there's a financial benefit to the whitelist in that you'll get it below the public price. Um, now I, I'm not here to tell you that the price is definitely going to go up or it's, it'll go down or whatever, but we set a lower price for the whitelist. And the other thing is with the blockchain, which is also kind of weird is if there's a surge in demand on the technology, the gas fees go up. Now the, 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 the gas fees is a, is a, is a concept of where you pay a fee from the, the purchase of the NFT, kind of like a surcharge. Um, well, what, that's what
1: somebody key... charges you to put it on the blockchain, because somebody has to put your NFT on the blockchain and they have to go through the mechanics of that. So that's what they're gonna charge you. That's why ga- that's, that's an easy way to explain what a gas fee is.
0: Correct. So, so and, and we're doing this on Ethereum, The, the gas are, the, the, the gas fees are a little higher. Um, but, but, um, this is all going to take place on the, on the 15th. So you will get a random one of these, um, multi, multi NFTs. It might not be your team. It might not be the favorite clothing or era that you, that you would have chosen, but you can then trade those on the secondary market. So maybe you'll buy another one from the secondary market You'll sell the one you got, you know, and, and this, this is our first, our first NFT. And then we have many, many more following up.
1: And I know some people are going to be watching. I want to address this right now, Sam. Some people are going to be watching and saying, because I've I've heard it, so I've I've dealt with this, where they say, who cares? Who wants a digital collectible? And right away, my answer is, who would have thought that bubble cum playing cards for baseball and football and hockey and all these sports years ago would become collectibles as they are today? So if you have these collectibles from... 20 years from uh, 20 years ago, a lot of them are worth quite a lot of money. So Sam, it just makes sense, right? That now we're going into a world of digital collectibles that there's special moments, unique, right? Unique digital assets like these Motson ones that are 200 different variations of one specific game, but that's, that's the real uh, fun in all this, right? That these are unique digital and you can only get these from fans, from fans. You can't go get them somewhere else.
0: I, I, think, I think everyone on the planet is passionate about some, something. You know, Some people are passionate about golf. Some people are passionate about hamburgers. Like, uh, I think there's plenty of people that are passionate about soccer. And if, if you are, John Motson's narrative of a game may appeal to you. What I would say to people is when you buy your first NFT, whenever you get to it, whether it's this year or in three years time, do it about something you're passionate about, because that's something nice to keep. Because I've I've kept that memory of 1986 with me for 30 or 40 years, you know. Uh, so it's it's uh, that's that's with me anyway. So I want to own that particular motti. I'm not doing it to trade it. Uh, I think when people maybe get unstuck is when they buy a picture of something and they expect it to go up 10x, and maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I think yeah, if, casino. That's think just if,
1: casino playing. They're not passionate. They're just they're just picking a number or picking a JPEG. That that's not what the NFT world is really about. Talk about the revenue model, Sam. So as a shareholder now, so shareholders are watching, maybe they're starting to really take to this concept. They love the idea, yep. they love the credibility. What's the revenue model for the company?
0: So I think the best thing about the blockchain is whatever you put on it lasts forever. Like it, and the worst thing about the blockchain is whatever you put on it lasts forever. So it's very, very important that whatever we build as fans, with people like John Motson or Maradona or whoever, we do it in such a way that the art is super compelling. So we have to invest a lot uh, upfront with the best artists, secure the IP, do good promotion, do good interviews with Motson. The benefit of us investing is we control the process and we do the primary issuance, meaning we, we list it on fans.com. So when we list it, um and we charge let's say we charge 0.1 eth somewhere between 200 and 300 us dollars per per um nft when we sell ten thousand of them that's a few million dollars now by the way if they sell maybe they will maybe they won't but um that's the sort of numbers you're looking at um now we could we may charge a little bit less than that we may charge a bit more but um in the primary issuance, once we've then paid um, artists and um, um, any any of any of the consideration of the primary issuance, there's a very very good good business behind this. But the the best part about this business is not the primary. The best part about this business is the secondary. So when I buy a two hundred US dollar equivalent three-dimensional John Motson of the Manchester United Champions League final, there might be 199 or 200 other fans around the world that want one of those. Because yeah, that not moment everyone's going to get one, right? Not, not everyone's going to get one. So what's going to happen is people are going to put them on sea, and someone's going to say, I don't want to sell this, but I would sell it for $10,000. Now, if you have scarcity and you have utility of some kind and it's of a game that people remember, I believe the price will go up and it might not. Um, now, when it sells, let's just say that then sells for four ETH um, or five ETH or, wh- or whatever it is. Let's say, and let me say a thousand dollars. When it sells, the beauty of this space is there's a smart contract linked to the NFT that means in the secondary market, whoever created it gets between two and a half and 10%. When it trades again, you get two and a half to 10%, whatever you said.
1: It's an ongoing
0: royalty for the rest of, for eternity. So so can you imagine Picasso, when he sold his pieces of artwork, it came with a smart contract. And someone said, by the way, if you ever sell this Picasso to someone else, Picasso gets this. Now, the artists have been totally forgotten about over the years. No no one cares about the artist, the genius who created it. The great thing about this space is when we do the John Motson NFT, we can apportion some of the contract to charity. We can apportion some of it to him perpetually. So um, this is the bit that when this dawned on me, I realized that this is such an incredible business opportunity and, and such incredible technology um, that, that you can do that. So, so therefore we think we've got, um, a really great offering to kind of parcel up and take to the soccer industry. Um, and we believe that even with a, a huge club, you know, a Premier League club with millions and millions of followers, we can share in the economics with them and still will do well because they've got such huge following, but they may Well, be there, there are this- some
1: NFT projects today that maybe did two or $3 million in sales in their primary, like you're saying, their first sale but then their secondary sales are $50 million a month and they're keeping two, 3% of that. So they're making $2 million a month now just from the secondary sale. So that's a great model for, for, for Ooh because it's a upfront, you get an upfront sale, you get some revenue right away. And then you got this potentially, if you do everything right, this perpetually lifetime recurring revenue That's just bottom line. that's just bottom line income to the company.
0: So the first, the first thing for us is gateway to NFT. So so we've been running faster than I've ever run in the last few months and, and we'll be at revenue on March 15 with this. Let's see how they get on. But then we'll do another this year. I think we'll do between 40 and 50 NFTs. So this is the first pillar of what fans is. The second pillar is gaming. And people say to me, why on earth would you be in the gaming business? Now, the the whole point of Web3, and and it's nice to speak to you because you get it. But the whole point of Web3, and most people don't get it, is aligned incentive, is, is how I would best define it. So it's an it's an entire ecosystem where people have their incentives aligned. So the reason there's a big gaming culture in here is if you play a lot and you succeed, you can win. Um, and there's an economy built around gaming. So we're launching soccer games on this platform, and it's going to take a good few months to build this, but this is what awesome. we're doing. Awesome. And the soccer games are global in nature. You build an identity in the games. And by the like way, It could I'm, be
1: George, my avatar, dressed the way I want it to you, be. You it's could, not just you a video hit. game, you know, the, 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 like traditional video games where you just select a,
0: an avatar. It's, it's three-dimensional, George. Um, you, can, you can win and buy NFTs for your clothing. You might have a Gucci jacket. So the reason, ah, all ah, the, ah, the reason all the brands are so into this is that this is technology and finance and branding and gaming all colliding. So, so the, the gaming element's really important because this is what drives the retention of the users. And the more people play... The more they get rewarded, the more they can win NFTs, buy NFTs. So it's 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 an economy, um, and the, on the gaming side, we're working with some some crazy crazy talent in, in the US and, and also in China, and but but th- these are Web three games, so um, it, it's a, it's 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 a totally different landscape to building. And
1: everybody participates in success, right? Before I would play, I would buy a video game. I would put it into my uh, player, I'd play it, I'd have fun, but all of the financial reward, you know, so if I bought this game, then I'd bet Sam over and Bob over, where the video game company's making all the money, we're having yeah. fun, okay, great. But I, I might've brought a hundred new players on and I get no benefit. Whereas in that, web that's, three- Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. In Web three,
1: your games mean that the ecosystem, everybody in the ecosystem, is going to be sharing in the success of the platform, and that's that's what's so powerful, right, Sam?
0: That that's exactly it. What you're describing is is a Web two world where there was misalignment of incentive. Um, if if suddenly the community is um, is is playing together and growing together, you can airdrop tokens where the people get economic value from. Um, so it, it it is incredibly difficult to understand this space, but there there is a certainly for me there was a breakthrough moment where you where you just see the the the, the kind of shift in the in the technology and what that enables. So so for us that gaming pillar is super super key because it it drives that it drives the user base. Um, and then it drives that 30. engagement. It
1: drives that constant engagement because I can buy an NFT from Motson and then I can put it in my wallet and I can you know, check in every once in a while. Great. But the gaming gives me a reason to keep coming back to fans uh, two, three times a week, you know, to, to have fun, exactly. engage, play, learn new stuff.
0: Exactly. And um, I think the, the more we get the gaming right. The more we build the audience, the more chance I have of bringing another big club because they want the audience. Everyone wants eyeballs. Right. So um, so the gaming is super important. And then the third thing is, which which is, you know, a little way off for us. But we talk about fans is gateway to NFTs, gaming and governance. Now, uh, I'm I'm putting this out there early. This is where we're moving to. Um, It's going to take a little bit of time, but there is something called. A DAO, which is a D A O, and this now is now you're decent... going into the real. <laughs> now you're going into the far corners of Web three, but let's go for so, it. <laughs> but I'm telling every I'm telling everyone now this is where we're going, and it's going to take a bit of time. So don't expect me to build it by next Tuesday. But a decentralized autonomous organization is basically let me simplify this. It's like a WhatsApp group, which is invite only where you can make decisions on things online and without any hierarchy, this group can make decisions based on a vote in a very, very simple way. So imagine a local um, school that was governed by a DAO, um, or imagine a golf club where there was a decentralized autonomous, autonomous organization of members where they were all voting through an electronic platform where they were saying, should we build a new bunker in the fourth hole? Let's ask the DAO. And, the, and, and the, everyone would have a voice without a hierarchy like a club captain and a president, you know, walking around with their egos. So a decentralized autonomous organization, how does that fit into, into soccer and how does that fit into fans? Basically, uh, imagine that fans took an interest in a, in a sports club, like a football team, just, just a small economic interest. And maybe this football club had a lot of fans, but it, was, it wasn't particularly huge economic value, but there was a lot of fans that cared deeply about it. Um, and, and imagine I said to the football club, I'm going to buy 1% of your club for £10,000 because you're a little local club and you need the help. And they say, great, Sam, thank you very much. And then I say to all of their fans, would you like to join a DAO in the name of this club? the only thing you have to do to get in the DAO is prove to me you're a fan with a season ticket, photos of the club or another fan nominates you. I couldn't be in the DAO because I don't support that club. Now, as soon as you've got like a thousand people all putting in 10 pounds, you've covered the investment um, for that 1%. But, and then you say to these people, you can buy an NFT of the club badge. And the club badge is a 3D animated badge. And there's only a thousand of them and they're 10 pounds each. And people say, I want that, that's my club. And I go, great, you've got number one of uh, a thousand. Now, when they buy that, they don't just get this um, badge. They also get airdropped the governance token. And the governance token allows them to vote on the behavior of this club. They've so earned the, club, the
1: ability, they've earned the right to be able to They've earned the
0: ability, they've proven they're a fan and only for that small shareholding, they have a say on, on that, what that shareholding does. Maybe the, and, and there will be a link between that representative in the club and the Dow, And this is a way for the fan to have a voice in, in, in the club. Um, Now, we're not going to go and I don't want anyone to be listening, thinking they're going to go and try and buy 100 clubs. No chance. I think think, firstly, you're not allowed. But that that. is
1: happening. But just so people know, there are groups out there. We've already seen proposals sent to us for people who want to buy tier three Premier League, uh, level three, level four. They want to, hey, they said, hey, let's put $5 million in this club. We each put in $25,000. It's a Dow. And then we take it from tier four to tier three to tier two. Yeah, so, yeah, by yeah. the way, that is happening. And that's an exciting way of how, that's an exciting example of how Web3 is creating new, new structures. But I went off into a tangent there. You guys are not going to do that,
0: but you are going to create governance. We, we, we want to help clubs have a technology framework to create their own DAOs that that allow the fans to have an input. So so now the reason this is interesting, if you're an investor, we can monetize through the creation of world-class NFTs. We can retain users through world-class gaming. And we can keep people forever through the creation of DAOs. And And if we connect all of those things up in the biggest game on the planet, I think fans has got a huge opportunity, and by the way, deep within this is also video commerce, where we where we began. A chance for teams and athletes and fans to broadcast live within this ecosystem and sell their products. There's a there's a play in here for the sandbox, you know, a metaverse play. Um, there's a payments DeFi play in here, but at the, at the, in simple building blocks, um, we we're, we're doing NFTs video commerce, gaming, and and of course, the, the DAO stuff is is the vision. That's where we want to head to, but yeah, that's going to take a bit of time because it's complicated. All, all the best things are complicated.
1: But I want to add this. A lot of people are just trying to use the terms NFT and Web3 as a buzz term to try and create artificial value and things like that. The difference here... With with you and fans, and who obviously has a has a big stake in fans, is that is a third party validation? So first, you've got Teddy Saggy as a partner on this, and he's a billionaire entrepreneur yes. out of the UK. So yep. a, you've got him as a partner. B, we already talked about Motson, right? Ten thousand NFT. The first NFT project is going to be with him. Everybody yep. in football knows him. We haven't even talked about the fact. Imagine we're twenty nine minutes into this we haven't talked about the fact that you got Diego Maradona NFTs that are going to be dropping in April because you've signed a deal with the IP holders. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's the estate or the IP holders of Diego Maradona's, you know, intellectual property. So that tells me that this isn't just Sam trying to, you know, trying to capitalize on a hot thing and just throwing it out there. There's a real amazing uh you know uh, amazing third-party validation going on here so given what you've done since you announced fans in january sam and all and and there are other announcements we're not going to be able to get to all of those it's clear to me that fans is really going to get a shot there are people in the soccer world i call it soccer here in the football world that believe in what you're doing where do you think you might be 12 months from 12 months from now
0: well, it's it's a great question. I think I think that the reason I'm sort of happy to run around the, the country seven days a week, you know, is firstly I've got a supportive family, but also I believe this is um, I've I've never been more confident about what we're doing and and the partners we're doing it with and the size of the opportunity that we're, that we're facing today is 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 unimaginable. Uh, Twelve months from now, I would imagine, as I say, we'll have done forty to fifty drops which wow. I think some of them will be hugely successful. Some of them probably won't be as successful as we had hoped. Who knows? But what I can control is we'll do 40 to 50 drops at a minimum. Um, I, I think we'll have done some live commerce from some locker rooms, some training grounds, some yeah. players' houses. You know, we'll give, we'll give direct access to fans, which, which is what all of these clubs really want. They want a more intimate a global dialogue with their fan base. And I think we'll launch a game which will, which will connect people beyond languages and, and it will give people a chance to, you, you know, I, uh, someone once said to me, the greatest currency in the world is not the US dollar. And it's definitely not the Russian currency today, but the greatest currency in the world is hope. And if you can give soccer fans globally a chance to play a game where they might meet through video, their favorite player, or they might win a signed shirt, or they might win an NFT. That can change someone's life, and I, and I think yeah. that's the power of the gaming element with what we're doing. So I don't know if we'll have done the Dow by twelve months from now, but I'll have a good crack at it. Um, but the good thing is we're, we're we're running a lot of energy in this sphere of, of 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 soccer, rather than getting distracted, you know, with all kinds of other sports and categories. So I think for the public company. We we have a controlling stake, which is very important, and we get to you. We get to be client number one of the Oo SDK, which is our video commerce for anyone uh, browser based product. So, um, a lot of people think Oo and and fans. There's no reason that they should be collided, but let me tell you. Once once you launch fans, there's a lot of people like Nike, Adidas, Puma. Gucci, Prada—they're all in this space, and I believe it's a that becomes a very fertile ground for saying, "Have you seen our other product, which is something called Ooh, which of course is the is the parent?" So I think I think we're in for a wild twelve months.
1: Sam, um, look—the good thing is, thank goodness, you're talking to someone who really understands Web three, because God. A, a lot of this can get lost on a lot of people as they as education ramp up, and I think you and I should. Uh, take a proactive step next time and really do a Web3 101 kind of online Zoom. But as someone who understands- I've, I've got what, an
0: idea for you. I've got, I've got just in closing, I'm going to have the guys create an NFT of you and we're going to airdrop it to your to your followers uh, for free. And they can, they can find themselves a wallet and then they can have a three-dimensional version of you. Let me take care of that. And maybe that's the best way to educate people. I don't know what well, it'll be worth what? one day, but we can arrange it.
1: And I did not know you're going to say that this is now. Oh, wow. I did not. That is awesome. That's
0: that's that's
1: your birthday present
0: from me. Give me two weeks and I'll show you. I'll show it to you.
1: Sam, you know what? That's the A. That's awesome. But B, what I love about is the end goal, which is it starts the education process for small cap investors, because Mm -hmm. this is a this is going to be a, a paradigm shifting tectonic plate shifting technology for the next 20 years and people should start to learn about it but in the meantime congratulations not just on the launch of fans but the fact that you're able to bring on matson Diego maradona your partner in teddy saggy we didn't even get a chance to talk about him but all the things you've done and i love the fact that you've got the one two three game plan start with nft have a couple of successful drops there then move on to gaming and then when you're really successful there move on to the governance side because that those are the three pillars right there and i can't wait i'm excited about what you guys are doing I, i'm almost jealous right but i'm excited about what you guys are doing and can't wait for me to participate and guys everybody at home make sure you get to fans.com you can see it right behind Sam. fans with a Z. fans.com get into the discord identify yourself as an agoracom user you want to get on the white list um get on the white list and this is a great way for small cap investors who have no experience in nfts to begin the process all right sam thanks so much buddy i can't wait march 15th i think we should do this again because that's going to be the first drop so march 15th march 16th i think we'll have you back on let's do it for everybody home you've been watching or if you by podcast the sam jones he's a co-founder and ceo of Ooh entertainment commerce Trades in Canada on the stock symbol. Oh, 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 ooh. To start your due diligence, get the company's profile page on Agoracom. We've got the story neatly laid out because this is all cutting edge, disruptive new technology. So we've got it there in layman's terms for you to really understand it. And then from there, hop over to the company's website to do your deep dive due diligence. If you believe in the future of uh, live video commerce, if you believe in the future of NFTs and Web3, and you love sports and the intersection, then you've got to do your due diligence. Just don't say 12 months from now when we when we're revisiting this one one year anniversary that we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. See you next time.